Well, good morning, everyone. It is uh, September 1st, and welcome to the drive. I'm driving to work. Um, yesterday was an eventful day <laughs> with the storm uh, with Ida coming through. Um, worked a nice 15-hour day, but uh, I got—I think I got seven hours of sleep, so I'm good. Good for another day here on Wednesday. Um, got Bible study tonight as well. Excited for that. Continuing through Genesis, uh, we're in Genesis 27 tonight, and I got these little cool pamphlets with the Ark of the Covenant and uh, with the tabernacle sort of diagrams and layouts, and uh, <clears throat> so just kind of a picture thing, and it's fun. It's fun studying this stuff. Um, uh, but this morning, I'm reading a book right now that I've read once or twice before in my Christian life. It's a book on prayer by Chuck, Pastor Chuck Smith. And it's just, it's just good. <laughs> it's just good. One of the verses that stuck out to me this morning is from uh, Matthew 4. Matthew 4, like the first four verses. Remember, Jesus was baptized in what? He was led up to the wilderness or the desert to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterwards, he was hungry. Right? Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, if you're the son of God, command that these stones become bread. But Jesus answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I, I love that. Not that Jesus got tempted, not that he was hungry or weak. But I loved that he quoted Deuteronomy, but he really, as he was tempted by the devil, the devil's like, prove yourself. Go for it, you know. That Jesus likened the word of God to bread. And there's many lessons we can learn from this, but one of the ones that I love is that Jesus saw the word of God as a necessity. It's not an afterthought. It's not, well, if you got time or if you want to, sure, read the Bible, whatever. No, but it's like a necessity. The word of God is spiritually what food is physically. It's important. It's critical for one to survive. And that's why we place such a high emphasis on the Word of God. Because it's words from God. To His kids, to His church. To make things clear. That's why we place it as a priority. Now I disagree, I disagree with some people that are like, Oh, well you worship, you know, you guys worship the Word. No, we don't, we don't worship the Word. We worship the God who wrote the word. And we follow the word and we're obedient to God. To what he says in his word for his for his church, for his kids. We do what it says. We just finished uh, First and Second Timothy, you know, on Sunday. Went through the pastoral epistles. We have uh, one more pastoral epistle. We have Titus. But we're going through there and it's all about order. Not our order. 
not what we prefer. You know how you go on your computer and you go into preferences and you fix certain things, change certain things around, you know, on the computer? Preferences, right? We have our preferences when it comes to, to computers. But when it comes to uh, the Lord, it's not about, it has nothing to do with, with our preferences. It has to do with what God wants. And again, that's prescribed, that's given, that's commanded, that's told to us in and through his word. So yes, we're always going to hold the word of God as, as a priority. We're always going to hold it high because it is from God. It's not just a book of ideas, right? It's not just a selections selection of uh, philosophies. It's a book of answers. It's words of truth. So it's a necessity. I mean, that's really, uh, simply put, that's what I see, it's a necessity. And Jesus used the word of God, giving that picture, it's like bread. You need bread to live. You need the word of God to live and to be protected. It's a necessity because uh, the word of God is, is a weapon. Right? And it's not a weapon to do harm, but it's a weapon to protect from harm, you know? Like the enemy just would love for us to to fold under the pressure, to give in. To prove ourselves. He's tempting us at, you know, every step and stage of our lives. And we need to yield the weapon, which is the word, against him. It's a necessity. The more that I see, just generally speaking, the more I see people struggle, the more I ask the question, are you in the word of God? And every time, nope. Not in the word of God. Are you in prayer? No. Well, that's why you're struggling. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like word of God, the prayer, the connection with other believers. Like these things are what ground us. This God uses these things to ground us, to help us. And the word of God is a major key component in establishing our hearts in the Lord and staying stable through unstable times. The word of God is a necessity. And that's just what I saw here this morning, you guys. There's a lot more, you know, lessons. If you want to go through it and and read this whole interaction between Jesus and uh, the devil, you know, you can. And get, you can pull a lot more from this that's so applicable to our lives. But one thing I see is that Jesus emphasizes... And shows clearly and plainly that the word of God is a necessity for the believer. Because temptations will come. You can pray that no temptations will come, but guess what? You're still in the world. You still have a flesh. The enemy's still there attacking. You can pray temptations won't come, but the fact is they will come. And so when they come, pray that you don't give in and use God's word to combat them. 
those lies, those temptations that the enemy wants us just to sin, to give in, to give up. Don't do it. See God's word as a total necessity in your life. Amen. God bless you guys, and I hope you have an amazing Wednesday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.